0: Alright, episode 11, the bucking over. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see that I moved the camera a little bit. I felt like my face was right up against the camera. So, of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast, on Apple, Spotify, all your favorite platforms, you're not going to see my face, and that's probably for the best. My voice is much better than my face. Um, our daily overs, 4, 4, and 2, riding that 500 lightning line. The season win total stagnant at 5 coming into today. Game two, Pirates-Brewers. We have JT Brubaker up against Corbin Burns for the Brewers. Cy Young winner. Um, Ruanzi, the rising star, he came in today, looked electric as usual. We have a little bit of the homers. We have a little bit of bacon. We have a little bit of hot dogs. Nothing more American than that, am I right? Baseball, and home runs. Yeah, that's pretty American. Um, and then, my last little bit I'm going to get into at the end of this. I just want to know is the overreaction season over yet? Could we get past this point of our lives? You know? All right, it's been 11 games. Let's get into this episode of The Bucking Over. Alright, game two, Pirates-Brewers. We had JT Brubaker, we had Corbin Burns. First inning, nothing happened. You always love to see a good first, clean first inning, especially with these Pirates starters. Um, Corbin Burns doing his thing. JT Brubaker did very well first inning. Second inning, ran into a little bit of trouble for JT. Um, gave up a watch to McCutcheon, and then Rowdy Tellez bomb to right field, 2 nothing. 2-0. Then he comes back and he gets two quick outs. You like to see that, but then these this is what kills a pitcher every time. You're cruising through an inning. You give up a home run sure, but then you get the two outs. You have a throwing error by Newman. You walk uh, Carantini, and then who else but Colton fucking Juan doubling home two on a cheapy hit right over the first baseman, bloops into right field. God, freaking Colton Wong. Colton Wong. I said it last episode, Colton Wong. Don't like him. Just cause he does that kind of crap. He does that those little bloopy hits, these little lucky cheapy hits, RBIs all day for him. Um but then after that, JT he did settle down. Brubaker got his last ten batters he faced, so it was nice to see him, you know, gut out that second inning and come back and just get in a good rhythm with Perez and just get up get batters out. Um, Corbin Burns, of course, cruised the whole way until the top of the sixth. Vogel back, back in his, you know, former ballpark, the uh, American Life. Used to be Miller Park, now American Life, which is a travesty, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, Vogelbaum to center field, 4-1. Then we get in the top of the seventh, Josh Van Meter, who hopefully. Do this throughout the first half of the season, and they can flip him for prospects. He hits a home run 4 2. Over under was at seven and a half, so we're hanging on. Um, bottom of the seventh, Ronzi gives up a home run to Renfro, solo shot 5 2. So we're at seven runs, and all I need is one more run to hit the over. Um, but you know, credit to Ronzi, short term memory. Came right back, struck out the next guy face, line out to Key Brian Hayes, struck out the third batter. So very short memory. And he threw the little fire too. 97, 98, right at him. Didn't beat around the bush. Didn't like, you know, the home run he gave up was a hanging uh, slider. You know, that's a mistake pitch. And he knew it. As soon as the guy hit it, he smacked his glove. He knew it. But, you know, what's going to make him a rising, you know, what makes him a rising star, what's going to make him a great pitcher is the short memory Coming right back, getting angry, firing fastballs right back at him. Um, Really good signs out of him. Um, So you add him with Peters and Crow and Bednar, you have the makings of a good bullpen. Now, eventually, Contreras is going to get moved to a starting position, hopefully sooner rather than later, because the starters that the Pirates have now are not very good. But, you know, excellent to see out of him. Um, You get... So the seventh inning comes and goes. Um, Burns goes seven innings, and then you get Devin Williams and Josh Hader, you know, elite bullpen arms. Um, <laughs> and then I put this little note here. Uh, Colton Wong makes a good play, and no one cares. <laughs> Ninth inning, um, kind of a base hit up the middle, middle a little squibber. Colton Wong kind of the Jeter throw, and he throws it to first, gets him out. Everyone goes nuts in Milwaukee, and I yawned and rolled my eyes because it's you know Colton Wong. But yeah, I you know. Just you know, it's maybe it's I'm I'm too hyper focused on him. Maybe that's what it is. But it just seems like he always pops up at the most opportune times, and he shows up and just you know that's you know it's part of being a fan. You pick players you don't like, and you boo the crap out of them. Um, last note I have on the game, the actual game, uh, the last pitch wasn't even close on Yoshi. Uh, of course, when you have two strikes on you and you're not even protecting the outside half of the plate. I mean, what are you going to do, right? Um, yeah, but it was a good two, three, four inches off the plate. It wasn't even close. Called strike three. Um, Baker's final line um, only gave up to two hits. Four uh, runs, but only two were earned. Two walks, six strikeouts, five innings pitched. Now, he did have 94 pitches. A lot of that was that second inning when he could have got out of the inning, but then they decided, hey, an error, a walk bloop shot, you know, these things happen in baseball, but you know, it's progress. You know, these are the kind of outings you want from Brubaker and hopefully again tomorrow from Mitch Keller, you know, minimal runs, you know, good five innings, 94 pitches is, you know, a little bit, is a little much for five innings, but you know, right kind of where you want to be. I think Corbin had about 106 inning or 106 pitches over seven innings, which is insane that you let your ace go that far, you know, in April, but hey, Brewers were, are there to win. Um, and Rouansy, three innings, one just gave up the one hit, which was the home run, and five strikeouts. So he looked very solid, very good. Um, the bats were all pretty quiet except for the two home runs. But you know when you're facing Cy Young winner Devin Williams, Josh Hader, seven you know seven innings from Burns, then an inning and then an inning. It's you know. It's going to be kind of a quiet night for the bands. So hopefully they can show up tomorrow, wake up a little bit. Um, And it's April, but we're already doing um, like the, uh, what do you call it? The filler time. They bring the ice cream cones in or whatever. They brought out uh, hot dogs. They brought out these bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. And they brought out what's called thick on a stick. And uh, that might be the title of this episode is... Daniel back thick, thick with a stick. Man, that's a tongue twister. Say that a couple times fast. Um, yeah, so they're bringing up the bacon. They're bringing up the hot dogs. It was kind of comical to see, you know, see him go to town. You know, the play-by-play, uh, Joe Block and Greg Brown had nothing to do with it, but Bob Walk and uh, John Weiner, you know, they went to town on them. Um. And then the last little thing, yeah, we got so we got hooked on the seven and a half. And then, so, overreactions. I mean, it takes a little while to adjust. Like I said, you know, you're used to these seasonings. You're just coming off the hype of a one and done in March Madness. You have football season where everyone matters. But the overreactions are getting out of hand. I mean, yeah, I've said that Tucker's no good and he stinks. But, you know, I'm saying that partly just because he hasn't shown up yet. But doesn't mean that you should, you know, trade him or DFA him or anything. You got to let him, give him time to, you know, see what he can do. And if he can't do it by June, July, August, September, then you know what you have, and you don't have to worry about him anymore. But he's a number one or a first round pick, not a number one overall. That'd be insane. First round pick. Give him some time. You know, let him and Newman, and they're gonna, they're not gonna play perfect every game. It's an, it's crazy if they make one little mistake and everybody's calling for their heads. It's, you know. Yeah, they probably aren't the best ball players, but I don't know. The overreactions kind of gets me a little bit, but it's neither here nor there. It's a full season. Speaking of full seasons, baseball—the gift that keeps on giving—we get a game tomorrow afternoon. I might be able to squeeze in a couple winnings before work tomorrow. Um, but we have game three: uh, Pirates Brewers, one forty p.m. Eastern. Mitch Keller, Brandon Woodruff. Um, Mitch Keller 0-2, ERA, Woodruff 1-1 and with a 7 ERA. Over-under currently sits at eight runs, which seems to be about pretty average. Um, I'd love to see a start like Brubaker had from Keller. Five innings, you know, three to five runs, you know, handful of strikeouts. Get to the fifth inning, Keller. You know, get some runs. You know, don't give up eight, nine runs, you know. And, you know, hopefully the Bats can wake up against Brandon Woodruff, and hopefully they can, you know, get a win. I'd like to see him 6-6 six and six going into Chicago. Um, but, yeah, a full season of baseball still ahead of us. We're not even in 10% of the way through. We got baseball tomorrow, and that's why we all love this game, this sport, because baseball comes around every day almost. And we didn't get the win today. We didn't hit the over today. But in baseball, the bucket over, there's always tomorrow.